Welcome to the Embodied Woman podcast with me, Rebecca Wilson. An embodied experiential space for you to drop deep into the wealth of wisdom within your being and activate a fuller, richer you. I am a feminine awakener, thought leader, embodied business doula, sacred business midwife, healer, and all-round medicine woman. I am here to guide women deeper into their essence and power, to activate their life force, awaken pleasure, and support them to live an embodied life. I will help you birth your visions, dreams, creations, desires, and sacred business into the world from an easeful, embodied, and rooted place within. My work supports women to become more available for life, love, relationship, connection, creation, pleasure, and wealth. I will activate you into self-leadership and self-mastery to truly live an embodied and awakened life. Welcome on the journey, my love. Hello, love, and welcome to the Embodied Woman podcast with me, Rebecca Wilson. Here in this space, we dive deep into everything that swirls through the world that I live in, my life, the realizations that I have, the understandings that I gather along my own walkway, my own pathway. And also those that are brought into my world by the amazing women that I support, guide and journey with through their own life experiences and their own journeys of awakening and becoming a fuller, richer version of themselves. This episode, I wanted to dive into something that has been really alive for me over the past few months. And I wanted to call this episode Cultivating Relationship with All Parts of Yourself is the Healing Journey. And maybe at the time that this is born, that will be the name. We will see. But really that title or that sentence encapsulates what it is that I am wanting to speak into here today. And the reason that I wanted to speak into this is because I have a very deep lived embodied experience of this teaching, if we'll call it that, but this process throughout my own journey of life, There have been many situations, experiences, traumas that have led me to, historically speaking, to disconnect from parts of myself. So throughout painful experiences in my childhood, traumas within my family system, the experience that I was having and the emotions that I was feeling were too big, too much, all at once, 
too overwhelming for my little nervous system. So a strategy that I personally adopted throughout these times of development was to sever off or to disconnect from parts of myself, to abandon, reject, exile these parts of me. And they're only parts of me, then it's not the whole of me. But there were many different parts of me that I did this to. And more recently, what I have recognized and deepened my awareness into, because these parts were feeling too much or it all felt too much for them, and that feeling of too much of too much confusion, too much unknown, too much uncertainty, too much anxiety, too much pain, too much grief, too much emotion. The easiest, and I use, you know, quotes for that thing or process for my little self to do was to step out of relationship with these parts of me. So to bring this into context, I imagine myself and you and every human on this planet as a beautiful jigsaw. And there's all these parts to this picture that make up the whole experience. The whole picture is made up by these many different parts and they're all different shapes and different sizes and some a little bit more confusing or awkward to fit in with each other, but they do. And when all together, they make up the landscape of you, the picture of me, the wholeness, as I would like to call it, the full self. But throughout life experience, whether we have made something mean something about ourselves or whether life or somebody else has told us that's what it means about us, that full picture and that full self starts to dissolve, disintegrate, disembody. Parts get lost. And when I look at this within my own experience, I began to recognize that these parts were, you know, the missing pieces of the jigsaw, so to speak, missing pieces of the puzzle. But where were they? They're not truly lost. They've just been misplaced. So throughout my own experiences, I had adopted coping mechanisms and strategies such as suppressing my own feelings or my own needs in the name of supporting something or someone outside of myself. This was a strategy that I adopted from a very young age. It fitted in within my family system and within the experiences and the traumas that we were having at that time when I was so very young. So I was a perfect fit into a, a system, a family system, but that meant that I had chosen unconsciously to abandon or reject or step out of relationship with these parts of myself. I had decided that certain parts of myself were not good, not lovable, not supportive, 
that they were a burden upon my parents, that they were not helpful. And I also feel into the possibility that the situation that we were in as a family at that time possibly informed me that this was all true. So I had made these decisions about life and myself unconsciously, deeply unconscious because I was a child. I decided that my strategy to cope with this experience that we were having was to become helpful, to abandon myself in the name of others, to people please, to have no boundaries. And in doing so, I abandoned, rejected, denied, stepped out of relationship with the sovereign part of myself, with the part of myself that has and honors her own boundaries, the part of myself that honors her own needs, the part of myself that considers all equally, the part of myself that is able to tend to and look after myself in equal measure to my external relationships and environment. So I was overexpressed in many different parts of myself and underexpressed in many different parts of myself. Usually the polarized or the, the opposite expression of the self. So if we are, for an example, a chronic people pleaser, there's a exhaling or a complete suppression of the part that's able to honor her own needs and have her own boundaries. So overexpressed in people pleasing, underexpressed in honoring one's own needs, one's own boundaries, and taking care of the self. And this is not new information for me in my own personal journey, but maybe it's something new for you, a new insight that begins to awaken something for you. And th this is a very deep share that I am bringing forward here. So if it is touching something for you, please take time to breathe and to ground in to your body as you receive. So as I fast forwarded throughout my life experience, more recently, I come to the realization that not only had I abandoned and rejected these parts of myself, I'd made them not good, no space at the table for them, these parts are not lovable, but I had stepped out of relationship with them. So a part of me, the truest part of me, had pushed these parts aside. I was no longer able to be in relationship to these different expressions of me. So coming back to the vision of the jigsaw puzzle, I had lost some of these parts or hidden them away, pieces of the jigsaw, and I wasn't willing to look for them. I wasn't willing to have them as part of the picture. I wasn't willing to see how they could possibly fit in. I had almost completely denied, or well, had fully denied and rejected these parts. I stepped out of relationship. So throughout these experiences that we all have in life, whatever scale or size they are, is completely personal and relevant to each individual. We decide to judge parts, abandon parts, reject feelings, 
or life tells us to, life or the situation that we find ourselves in informs us that these parts are not okay. They're not lovable. There's not space for them. In my own personal experience in life, it was that there was so much stress in the family home and so much worry and anxiety that there was no space for my emotions. Well, that's what I made it mean. And my environment seemed to inform me about that over and over again. So I kept on reaffirming the belief that there's no space for me and my emotions. I need to deal with them on my own, or I need to suppress them completely, or I need to deny them totally. So I realized that the people outside of me, this is a young version of me, the people outside of me are unable to be in relationship to my anxiety. They're unable to be in relationship to my grief. They're unable to be in relationship to my worries or the pain that I was feeling. So I must not stay in relationship with these parts of me because it's not safe. Because something outside of me is informing me that it's not safe. It's not okay. I won't be loved here. Maybe I'll be abandoned here. I might be left here. I won't belong here. So I will lose these pieces of the jigsaw. Parts of the picture begin to get lost, fall away. But there's missing pieces then. So this felt sense of wholeness that is so often spoken about within healing and coaching and therapy. It's a distant memory because it's like, I don't quite feel whole. Why is that? What is missing? And I've been on my journey for some time now. And at many points in that time, there has been that question. I cannot find that wholeness. What does that mean? And more and more I arrive into this knowingness or this felt experience that when we come back into relationship with all parts of ourself, that is the healing balm. That is the healing process. And that is where that ever elusive felt sense of wholeness or coming home truly exists. Because when we're not in relationship to all parts of ourselves, then we're out of relationship. We're not connected to those parts of ourselves, And that is what I mean by relationship. So when a part rises that has once been abandoned or rejected, maybe it's the anxious part. Maybe it's the part that's grieving. Maybe it's the part that's overwhelmed with joy and excitement. And that wasn't safe or didn't feel safe in childhood. The integration of those parts, the welcoming back of those parts into the whole jigsaw picture of you, your fullness of me, my wholeness and everybody else is to bring those parts back and be in connection with them. To begin to reform your relationship with these parts of you. And we do this in many different ways through embodiment, through meditation, through self-awareness practices, through self-inquiry, through turning towards these parts and asking, hey, what do you need right now? I can see this part is here. I can feel this part is here. What might you need from me? How can I support you? Just as we would, hopefully, 
within the relationships that we have outside of ourselves. If your partner, your friend, your child, a loved one comes to you with some pain or some worry or some distress, most often we turn, hopefully, if we've got the capacity to, and if we don't, it's okay to hold a boundary around that, but we turn towards them and we say, hey, sense that you're grieving, I sense you're upset, I sense you're angry. Hey, I can see that you are, you know, elated with joy. Can I be in connection with you in this? Can I be in relationship with you? Can I support you? Can I be there with you? Can I just simply be in connection with you whilst you're feeling what you're feeling? So I often began, well, I began to question Why is it that we are able or I am able to do that in the relationships outside of myself? But yet when those parts rise within me, there is this felt sense of, oh no, this needs to stay hidden or this part isn't welcome here or I don't know how to feel that feeling or this isn't productive or this isn't very helpful right now. And it's staying in the story of suppressing and rejecting these parts. So the picture puzzle was never really complete because these pieces of the jigsaw or the full picture of the full self of me were still scattered around. They hadn't been placed together. I began to realize this on a much deeper level through the relationship I have with my partner. As he was journeying through his own experiences of life, there were certain expressions that were moving through him, certain parts of him that wanted and needed to be expressed, that I began to feel incredibly overwhelmed by. And I noticed myself shutting down from these parts in him, wanting to reject these parts in him. And I wondered what lives in that process. What I realized was that I am unable to be in relationship to those parts in myself. So I find it incredibly challenging at times, not always, to be in relationship to those parts of him. I began to broaden my awareness into all of the relationships that I have within my life. I'm so very blessed to have. And I began to notice these patterns that would play out. And then I began to notice other people's experiences of being in relationship to parts of me that they can't be with in relationship to themselves and parts of others within relationship to others and how that played out. We can only truly arrive into that depth of relationship with all parts of another when we have found the relationship or recovered or recultivated the relationship with all parts of ourselves. And this is where those beautiful activated emotions and triggers, as we might call them, can rise within relationships, within partnerships, within with your children, with your family, with your friends, because it's a sacred messenger that shows you 
this part that you feel so uncomfortable with in the other is somewhere hiding inside of you. So if we arrive back into connection and relationship with that part of ourselves, we are better able to be in connection and relationship to that part of another. More recently, I have been diving so deep into the beautiful realm and world of relationship and what it truly means to relate, what it truly means to be in connection with others and in connection with the self. Life is relationship. We are relating to everything and everyone in every moment. The depth of that varies upon the expression of the experience that we're having with that other human or that other being or that place or that experience. So a fleeting moment in a supermarket, we are in a relating moment but it possibly doesn't have the depth that we have when we look into a parent's eyes or we spend time with our siblings or we're with our partners or children or really close friends that feel like family. It is all there. Everything in life is a form of relationship. And even that which we step out of, we're still in a form of relationship to that by stepping out of it. And so, if all of life is relationship, and relationship is, as they say, where the wounds are formed, but it's also where the wounds are healed. And yes, that exists in those external relationships with others, but it most deeply exists in the relationship and connection we have with all parts of ourselves. The wounds that happen in life from the experiences that we have, create these strategies and mechanisms that we adopt and we quickly learn work for us in some way until they don't anymore. And then we realize on some level that something needs to shift and change. For me, the deepest shift and change that has happened in those spaces, in those realizations, is to come into connection with the part of myself that is longing to be seen, to be heard, to be held, to be witnessed. It's to step back into relationship with all those parts of myself that I once made wrong or not good enough or were told you can't be here because you make us unlovable. And when that relationship with all those parts of self are cultivated, There is a deeper space in which we can be met in the relationship of life with other and with experiences. The deeper we are able to meet others in their own fullness, in their own humanity, in their own humanness. So this is how cultivating or recultivating relationships with all parts of ourself is the healing journey. If you have been touched by this episode or this sharing, something's moved within you and you would 
love to explore ways in which we can dive deeper into this and so much more. Reach out to me, you connect with me through my Instagram, which is at Rebecca underscore Wilson underscore, or you can find me at Rebecca hyphen Wilson.com. I have space available for three women to step into individual mentorships with me for a six or nine month container. In this journey, we dive deep into embodiment practices, meditation, awareness, coaching, healing activations. You gain access to all of my online courses to support you to deepen your connection with yourself. And we can explore whatever it is that's present and alive for you within that time that we share together whether that be connection and relationship to parts of yourself, the reclaiming and recovering aspects of yourself that have been abandoned or denied or never been able to be fully expressed. We'll deepen into the body to create a steady, grounded state within. We'll move through somatic practices, all from a lens of somatic embodied therapeutic understandings of what it is to take this journey of arriving back into the full self. Details will be linked in the show notes of this episode. You can connect with me by clicking one of those and arriving into my world. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing your time with me. It's been so beautiful to share this episode. If this has resonated with you or you know another woman in your life that this would touch, that would open some doorways inside of her, I welcome you to share it far and wide with your friends, with your sisters, with women in your community. And I look forward to hearing from you if you are reaching out to connect with me soon. Send in so much love. Have a beautiful day. for joining me on this journey today if you loved this musing and sharing i would love for you to share this episode far and wide you can arrive into all of my offerings at rebecca-wilson.com links to dive deeper with me are in the episode notes remember my love you are here to be the fullest most potent powerful embodied version of you I am here to guide you into that. Hey love, I'm dropping in here to welcome you to join us in our online community membership, The Village. I created this space for women to gather, to return to themselves, to deepen the connection and the relationship with self, whilst held in a community of like-minded women walking the journey and the path of their own awakening.